It's Monday. And it's September 7th. And the word of the day is aposiapesis, which is a rhetorical device in which a speaker cuts off an idea during the middle of a sentence. For example, as used by Walter Sobchak, across this line, you do not. And also, dude, Chinaman <laughs> is not the preferred nomenclature. It seems like kind of a useless, I mean... Yeah, I don't know why you would need a whole dictionary. I'm not. Anyway. We're not talking about I'm no illusions. I'm Ethan Wright. And broadcasting delayed from America's far center, we are the Skeptocrats. On episode 25, we'll learn that either five randomly plotted points in a plane can form an irregular pentagon or Christianity is true. New Jersey dabbles in baby fighting. We'll make jokes that you'll feel guilty for laughing at. And Eli Bosnick will be here to kiss some hands and shake some babies. But first, the roundup. Leading off the roundup tonight, 36 civilians were killed in Yemen last week when an airstrike from the Saudi-led coalition targeted a bottling plant in the northern regions of the country. Saudi officials say that they were shocked by the reports and pledged to do a better job suppressing reports of future civilian casualties. On Capitol Hill, President Obama found enough support in the Senate to potentially uphold his veto of a resolution of disapproval proposed by Republicans hoping to reject the Iran nuclear deal. That was hard to spell out clearly. We have an Iran nuclear Right, war, right. what I'm saying. <laughs> In meteorological news, altogether too many news sources are referring to hurricanes by gender-specific pronouns. I don't give a fuck if the hurricane is named Erica. <laughs> it's still not a she. According to a recent study, we are currently removing about 15 billion trees from the planet each year. Oops. However, the Koch brothers super PAC Americans for Prosperity is pretty sure that's mostly beavers and cartoon termites and therefore unrelated to human activity. Obviously, more than two dozen West Point cadets were injured in a pillow fight late last week. There are, of course, more details to this story, but it's way funnier if I just leave it there. So I'm going to game hunters who are hoping to saw a deer in half with a semi-automatic assault rifle will no longer be able to purchase an AR-15, a dozen eggs, and a shitty plastic toy at Walmart any longer after the chain of stores stopped carrying that class of especially deadly firearms last week. Walmart will remain America's top gun retailer, but now with a selection that is slightly less murder-spree-friendly. Uh, small nice. steps. Alaska's tallest mountain regained its native name last week when President Obama issued an executive order to re-unrename Mount McKinley to the decidedly cooler Mount Denali. A spokesman for the administration explained that this move was made mostly to show a long overdue modicum of respect to native Alaskans, but partly because the highest peak in America shouldn't be named after a Vienna sausage swinging white dude. <laughs> a Russian-made rocket was launched successfully from Kazakhstan last week, carrying three new crew members to the International Space Station, which is currently orbiting the Earth at about 250 miles altitude. Or the enormous international space hoax conspiracy continues with no endgame in sight. They are committed to the lie. China showed signs of social progress when, for the first time last week, they allowed women to participate in their creepy-ass annual jingoistic military parade that only countries that would start world wars really have anymore. For obvious reasons, the countries China intends to conquer and subjugate were relieved by this step towards equality. In migration news... Syria just moved to Europe. <laughs> if you're not part of ISIS and you're still in Syria, that's where everyone went. Yeah, right. In related news, more than 11,000 Icelanders volunteered to open their homes to Syrian refugees in an effort to help alleviate the ongoing crisis. Syrian refugees responded by saying that it was really nice of them and stuff, but, you know, it's, I mean, it's Iceland, so... 
know, they'd, they'd take us back in Syria too, but you know, we, we don't. This, you know, Germany's better. In Vatican City, Pope Framniotic Sack announced a one-time-only deal last week for women who've had an abortion that still want to get into heaven. It's called the Jubilee of Mercy. Of course it the is. The doorbuster begins December 8th and lasts for one year, during which all Catholic priests will presumably be supplied with baby killer absolution potion for any woman who seeks forgiveness with, quote, a contrite heart, end quote. So, you know, if you enjoyed the abortion, the spell doesn't work. Everyone else can get a pass they will for a year. Test the contriteness, I'm sure. In a related story, my wife and I are planning on having at least six abortions a week for that entire year. <laughs> Thanks, Pope. <laughs> In local news, an area man can feel his feet starting to fall off after trying sweet tea for the first time. <laughs> In NFL news, a U.S. district judge overturned the league's four-game suspension of whiny bitch Tom Brady since nobody ever told him that he wasn't allowed to break the rules. The NFL plans to appeal the ruling, but one way or the other, it fucks my draft strategy all up like days before the goddamn <laughs> draft. So, anyway. Conservative politician and former military official Otto Perez Molina was forced to resign from his post as president of Guatemala last week amidst a giant fraud scandal. Somehow, the sage advice of Milton Friedman didn't prevent enormous government corruption over there. Uh -huh. Weird stuff. Who'd have thunk Worked it? for Chile. And in one of the more disappointing headlines of the week, it turned out it said Lebanese protests. Not lesbian, but Lebanese. <laughs> and to make it further depressing, the protesters are demanding that the government improve trash collection especially amidst soaring temperatures this summer that are making the entire city of Beirut literally smell like hot garbage. Right, yeah. How Can't bad does it have there. to be before you're like, this smells bad for Beirut? Russian <laughs> President Vladimir Putin confirmed this week that his government is providing military aid to the Assad regime, including artillery tanks, aircrafts, logistical support training, and direct financial aid, adding, I'm evil. What the fuck did you expect? <laughs> the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives continues to shirk about half their responsibilities as drinking and smoking continues to run rampant across the country. <laughs> Hopefully the Bureau of Botany, Sidewalks, and Satellite-Mounted Death Lasers will offer to take on some of the work for them. <laughs> and finally, BlackBerry has announced that it will purchase good technology as part of their broader effort to find something they're good at now that they finally realize that their phones suck. How did it take them that long? How did they not know? Everyone but them knew. <laughs> and we'll have more on this week's top headlines coming right up. But first, we have a big announcement regarding a very special guest. Yeah, we do. For lots of voters, the current presidential field for 2016 is a little bit disappointing. On the Democrat side, pretty much all we've got is an alleged cyber trader and a godless socialist who's almost dead. Mm -hmm. And on the Republican side, we have a disorganized sideshow of 16 conservatives attracting fans at the Midway, plus Donald Trump, whatever he's called. Not a great field. That's why we here at the Skeptocrat would like to throw a new hat into the ring. And the guy whose hat we took is none other than Eli Bosnick, who happens to be with us here today. Eli, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. As many listeners already know, you were on last month to discuss the GOP primary debate, and I got the impression you had a few differences of opinion with some of the candidates. So tonight, we'd like to give you the opportunity to start laying out your personal platform. Are you ready to stump it up? Is, is that a metaphor? Because, because yes. <laughs> Excellent. All right. It's not the size that matters. <laughs> <laughs> Motion of the ocean. Big stump. So let's start simple. What's your first order of business once you're inaugurated? 
That's a fantastic question. I'd uh, make John Boehner kiss me on the mouth. Uh, I'd make it illegal to step uh, and stand on top of an escalator. All right. I'd make the standard temperature at Starbucks, kid temperature, so I'm not always scalding my fucking tongue just because (laughs) Brian didn't listen to my order. Oh, it's a tall kid's temperature latte, Brian. It's not hard. Heat up some soy milk not as hard as you usually do. Oh, your band's going to do great. Oh, those gauges in your ear, they're going to look fantastic in 40 years. Why does Grandpa's ears look like a tire swing? Oh, because Grandpa didn't know how to get a job in his 20s. It's so hard to be a millennial. Just stop heating the milk. I'm asking you to quit early, Brian. You should be good at this also <laughs> i'd end the war on drugs and tax churches or something awesome I don't know. all right i, I, I like think it. people can get behind the starbucks thing anyway all right so moving on what does your tax plan look like you know we're talking more less flat tax bumper crops what well, are you doing i i would uh i would uh borrow a uh a little something from uh my opponent Uncle Ben, I mean Dr. Ben Carson, uh, I don't know much about taxes, but I, my favorite fictional character is fair. And you know who's fair? Batman is fair. <laughs> that's how I would tax people, by dressing up as a bat and fighting clowns. Awesome. Got it. Okay. Can't tell me that doesn't work. Works for Batman. Very interesting. All right. Um, how about uh, switch gears here? This is a little more serious. What are your thoughts on torture? More or less? Only the bad guys? How, how should we handle torture as a government? I would say much more torture. Like crazy amounts of torture and for no reason. Like, you ever read that short story in middle school, The Lottery? Like that, yeah. but we just torture someone. And imaginative torture. Like all this torture, like we send some fucking high school dropout to Afghanistan to beat up a sheep herder. No, 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 no. You rob a convenience store? You have to talk to someone who adopted a dog for 15 minutes. Murder? Three dates with a person who's gluten intolerant. I want us to be the torture country people are like oh don't go to america you will get tortured because that's the kind of that's the reputation i want our country to have that'll help out with the illegal immigration (laughs) thing too yeah good call good call how about um how about a social issue under bosnic leadership to what extent would black lives indeed matter see see i think we've been thinking about this problem the wrong way it's not that black lives matter too little in this country it's that white lives matter too much amen yeah exactly i would institute policies to make sure that police shoot everybody no matter how armed they are just like (laughs) jaywalkers and just like one out of four people the cop just bursts into your home and goes oh he's armed just so if everyone lived in a constant state of horrified terror of the people supposed to protect them. And I mean, just start stopping and frisking things that don't make sense. Lamp posts and mailboxes, <laughs> dogs, they just stand in front of cars and touch their tires for hours at a time until slowly they depressurize and then write them a ticket for a flat tire. That's the kind of fear I want in this country. I want our world to look like Bizarro Land from the Superman comics. We're close. We're close. It's just going to take us a little bit to get over the edge. I like it. Good, good. Yeah, that's equality right there. Good. Mm. Um, Speaking of which, what are your thoughts on um, gay wedding cakes and Nazi pizza in particular? There's a lot of controversy about that. So not only should people be forced to make gay wedding cakes, but they should actually be forced to be gay. 
<laughs> uh, see, you see, since scientists have now seen the DNA schedule and they realize that sexuality is a choice, <laughs> one out of four men will be asked to be gay uh, by lottery, <laughs> sort of like a a a, uh, a draft, if you will. Yeah, and right. four out of four women will be asked to choose bisexuality. And I, <laughs> I, I, I don't. I'm not, I'm one of those guys who practices what he preached. I tried being gay this morning. Oh, my apartment right. looks fantastic. I'm sore, <laughs> but my apartment looks great. I have these pillows. They're not for sleeping, but they go on the corners of the sofa. And I'm, I, I, this afternoon I went back to straight because I had some exercise to do. So again, it's just sort of back and forth. I like to think of it as sort of like playing it with those little spinners from the game of life. You just sort of spin it and you wake up in the morning and you go, ah, all right, I'll take a dick of the ass. That's the kind of Game sexuality back. reform. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Before we go, we'd like to ask, uh, do you have any campaign slogans ready? Are, have you debuted anything yet? America, we're the bad guys now, somehow. <laughs> America, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> America, I'm loving it. <laughs> I'm going for a super PAC support on that yeah, one. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to say who, but I'm... I'm hoping for someone's, Perfect. uh, Perfect. want a bump of Coke? <laughs> Wink. Winky face. Oh, just, just that 100 emoji that people from my hometown seem to like to use. Just that. And then the clapping hands. And nice. then Kermit the Frog drinking tea. That's, that's my campaign. It's very modern. Okay, very good. I think that gives everyone a decent preview of what they can expect from President Bosnick in 2016. And we are hoping to have him back again soon to give you all some more insight into his campaign as the election comes closer. Eli, thanks so much for coming on. 9-11. <laughs> thanks so much for having me, guys. Joining me for headlines tonight is fellow skeptic rat, No Illusions. Noah, any sleeper pick advice for all the fantasy football drafters out there? Uh, how about don't tell opposing team managers your sleeper picks the day before you draft? <laughs> no, wait, I take that back. I take that back. Tebow. Now that Philadelphia has released him, he's going to catch fire. So before we get to our first headline, let's check in with Twitter and take part in that important national dialogue regarding felonious cuisine. Yes, apparently. Let's. Trending this week was hashtag criminalize a food. Would you like to play or pass? All right. Let me clarify here. I, I, I'm assuming this is wrong, but I want to make sure. This does not mean that I can have Pizza Hut arrested and held in contempt until they change it to Round Tomato and Cheese Bread Hut. <laughs> well, that's a no. You absolutely should be able to do that, but no, I, I don't think that's the game they're looking for. Okay, something like you know, um, Spotted Dick Cheney. Oh, like that, you know, okay, because he, right. he shot that guy, right? And right. Caused ISIS. Yeah, it's a yeah. war criminalized food. There. <laughs> All right, how about um, Fetophilia? <laughs> well played. Speaking of things that. Sound like pedophile, by the way. This week's random stranger winner for criminalized food was at Frodesiac, who also wins the title for hashtag rejected food truck names with statutory crepe. So well played at Frodesiac. You just see Todd Aiken run wandering up to the truck. Is this a legitimate crepe? <laughs> so, doesn't look pregnant. In our lead story tonight from the nothing at all like Martin Luther King file. Rowan County Clerk Kim Davis of Moorhead, Kentucky, is in jail for violating a court order requiring that she perform her job, which includes giving marriage licenses to local couples regardless of their household penis count. Huh. And if we're naming laws she broke and rights she violated, there's also the First and Fourteenth Amendments. 
just yeah, for starters. Yeah, right, and more. And then her uh, redneck husband released a statement on her behalf saying that she's prepared to remain in jail, quote, as long as it takes, end oh, quote. Good. So, I, but, I, I mean, what is the what is the pronoun there for? I mean, as long as what takes, as long as it takes to reverse the Supreme Court decision, to pass a constitutional amendment, for the gays to just die off on a can of they don't reproduce, for, for her to get raptured. That's probably what it is. She's waiting. She's going to stay there to the rapture. Start holding your breath, Kim. So this court order became necessary after gay people got partial personhood earlier this year. At which point, Ms. Davis began refusing licenses to everyone. Right. This was likely on the advice of her lawyer, Matt Staver, over at the Liberty Council, as a way to claim the discrimination isn't against gay people per se, I guess. Which is like a neo-Nazi shooting some white people to avoid getting prosecuted for hate crimes. Well, and it's, I mean, it's even more ridiculous than that, since she's publicly stated on multiple occasions that she's doing it so that gay people can't get married. <laughs> So it's it's more like a neo-Nazi shooting through some white people, but making it clear that they were just in the way of the blacks. And almost as offensive as the actions of Ms. Davis are the remarks from her supporters in the media comparing her to heroic civil rights leaders. Right. Despite what some horribly misguided recent headlines might tell you, this is the opposite of what MLK was jailed for. Dr. King was protesting against discrimination ms right. davis on the other hand is protesting for the right to discrimination and that's the opposite if kim davis lived in the times of martin luther king she'd be the school superintendent that decided to shut down the entire district rather than allow black kids in the white buildings well exactly exactly think Ridiculous. less rosa parks and more the bus driver that made her move <laughs> and then flip the bus over so nobody gets to ride yeah. the <laughs> exactly i mean guys it's not just about fighting for your principles if your principles are horrible you're horrible. And in making astrology look scientific news, researcher Miguel Antonio Fiel recently published a study in the journal The Internet proving the existence and divinity of Jesus through a combination huh. of astronomy, astrology, and la 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 connect the dots. Interesting. After running a dots, simulation of planetary alignments on or about the date of Jesus' death, Fiel noticed that five of the eight planets look like a crucifix if you draw a crucifix over them. <laughs> well, so... Is he saying that if less than five-eighths of the planets sort of form the shape of two vague intersecting line segments on JC's birthday, this guy would be an atheist or <laughs> Jewish by default? What's he even talking about? Certainly implying that. Now, of course, he realized that some people might not be entirely convinced by the imperfect formation of one of the shapes that five of any eight random points almost can't help but make. Has to, yeah. So Phil bolstered his findings with a few other amazing observations. For example, in this alignment... Saturn is the head. Saturn has rings around it. Jesus' head has rings around it. Wow, really? Is still not convinced? Clearly. I'm not. Um, no. All right, how about this? The right hand and left foot are Uranus and Venus, respectively, two of the only three planets that spin in retrograde. And apparently that's noteworthy, too, because he pointed it out and called it <laughs> the most notable of his findings, which, I mean, that right. might as well be true. Yeah, sure. <laughs> With more on this story, we turn to roving reporter Lucinda Lusions, who is live at Fields Research Center with a follow-up. Lucinda, are there any new findings to report? There sure are, Heath. The key discovery was that using planetary positions as connect-the-dots reveals deep truths about theology and human history. Hmm. But now that Fields has unlocked that, the discoveries are rolling in hand over fist. Can you give us some examples? 
Well, in April of 1444, Mars, Saturn, Neptune, Venus, and Mercury all lined up kind of like a bird or McDonald's arches. That signifies that either the world was attacked by a giant bird or that a divine clown was sacrificed for our sins <laughs> on or about that date. That makes perfect sense. Anything else? Sure, and this might be even more earth-shattering. In July of 6400 BCE, six of the eight planets lined up like cock and balls, indicating hmm. that the world got fucked at some point right around then. <laughs> Not sure I'm entirely convinced by the, uh, the cock and balls. Well, the shaft was Saturn, and Saturn has a ring. Cocks have rings. Ah, yeah, kind of hard to argue with that's that. That's airtight. So how's the astronomy community responding to Fiol's findings? Well, there has been a bit of controversy about the new field of join the dotology. Does it stem from real scientists pointing out that randomly assigning meaning to line drawings in the sky is completely insane? Was that part of No, the... nothing like that. Are you, are you sure? Not that I can find. How hard did you look? Not very. Okay, so what kind of disagreements did you uncover? Differences in interpretation. For example, the five-planet alignment that Fiol identified as a crucified Jesus is really just a stick figure, so it could be anyone. So basically, we know somebody was crucified or stood with their arms outstretched for some other reason at some point on or around April of 33 CE. It's fascinating. So this could also be an indication that Jim Morrison or Gandalf was running around back then. <laughs> I guess that's just as likely as this nonsense indicating Jesus, so... Well, even more damning, Heath, is the fact that any five planets are forming a five-pointed star at all times when they're not perfectly aligned, <laughs> which means that half of the time the Wiccans are right and the other half it's a Satanist. Uh, I don't think that oh, means... Oh, I'm sorry, what... Heath. I've, I've just got word <laughs> that all the planets have paired up to form lines, which is a divine signal that I need to do some cocaine. Okay. Well, be sure to drink plenty of water, I guess. Will do, Heath. Thank you, Lucinda. And in the surprisingly robust federal law violating Kentucky County clerks with a surname Davis file tonight, yet another Kentucky County clerk has stepped in to stem the rising tide of social progress with a sump pump in a bucket this week. Fantastic. Casey County clerk Casey Davis came out this week to publicly voice support for homophobic Don Quixote Kim Davis, no relation, <laughs> whose fight to prove that the right to insert your fist ends where the other man's rectum begins graced our lead story. In her defense, Casey Davis added his name to the hyperbole overachievers board by becoming the latest to offer up his life to ensure that LGBT <laughs> community members maintain their somewhat tolerated underclass status on the condition, of course, that no actual threat to his life exists. What situation is this guy picturing? Right? How does the debate over same-sex marriage lead to a life-threatening scenario for anyone? He's going to lay down in front of a tank to stop a gay wedding in Tiananmen Square? What is he even talking well, about? Well, I can see how his rhetoric leads to the death of gay people. Potentially, but yeah, not these assholes. And in case you're in danger of not thinking this guy's an idiot in addition to being a melodramatic bigot, allow me to correct that with a quick example of what passes for sentence structure from his atrophied brain. Quote, the Supreme Court has no right to tell us, the state of Kentucky, that our law that was voted with what was 70% of the people that it was wrong, they had no right. End quote. So... If you can work your way around the fact that the next four words have no idea what the last four <laughs> words throughout that entire fucking sentence were, what he's saying is that the SCOTUS has no right to determine the constitutionality of laws passed by the states. Or, as it's known in the uh, Constitution, where such powers are expressly granted to the Supreme Court, judicial <laughs> review. And he suggested that supporters of marriage equality 
should really talk to the parents of a dead American soldier right. before what? they make up their mind on this <laughs> issue, I, I guess. Apparently, we have troops dying face down in the mud to make sure that Christians can refuse paperwork to gay couples. Really? Sobchak makes his way in again. So since the him giving his life thing is sounding so damn appealing at this point, I want to make a deal with Casey County Clerk Casey Davis. If you feed yourself to a lion, I promise not to get gay married. If you don't, I totally will. Balls in your court, asshole. And finally tonight. From the Rumble in the Jungle Gym. Oh, you actually found a bigger asshole than me. Congratulations, (laughs) by the way. This is good stuff. Holy shit. Criminal charges were filed by the state of New Jersey last week against two daycare workers at Lightbridge Academy in Cranford after it was discovered that they were amusing themselves on the job by encouraging about a dozen small children to take part in a Fight Club-style Royal Rumble brawl. Yeah. And... If you're not already picturing Chris Christie as a preschool kid wearing an Andre the Giant costume, well, you should be. And you probably are now. And, and by the way, that's not just with regards to this story. That's just a general skeptocratic rule to live by. There you go. You should generally be thinking if the, in most <laughs> in most circumstances, not sex. So it looks like some are speculating that concern arose after one of these children went home. And when her parents asked her if she had a good time that day, she told them very adamantly, you do not talk about daycare. <laughs> But even if nobody broke the first and second rule, these two idiots were definitely getting caught. Right. Uh, First problem, when a playground full of little kids erupts into an orgy of violence, that's something that catches the eye. So the police were quickly alerted by neighbors of the daycare, presumably about a toddler riot next door, (laughs) and they showed up to investigate, which eventually led to the charges against the unsanctioned fight promoters. Car 23, we don't even have a number for this shit. Um. (laughs) And by the way, just to make it even worse for themselves, they sent videos of the incident to a group of people on Snapchat, and at least one of those people recorded the criminal evidence before it disappeared. Whoops. (laughs) I'm too old to have already known this, but apparently Snapchat videos self-destruct like a Mission Impossible tape after they're done playing it. Don't get it. It's, It's not that you're too old. By the way, because I know and I'm older than you, it's just that you don't send and receive enough homemade emu porn. <laughs> okay, but few think, people do. I think we're getting off topic. We were talking about severely underage underground boxing. Yes. And uh-huh. We actually have a department that handles this sort of thing. It's a good thing that we finally had a chance to use them, too, because yeah, this preschool nice. had to do something with the kids who lost. So we put our <laughs> team of rejected Lightbridge Academy curs to the task of coming up with our top five ideas for New Jersey's burgeoning baby fight club industry. <laughs> yes, we did. At number five, it's the ultimate fighting championship for newborns, the UFC section. <laughs> Tap out with your pap out. <laughs> I like the tagline. You no, know, you never get any good stand-up, but it would be fun anyway. I like it. I like it. <laughs> At number four, Sid's Vicious, extreme bassinet fighting. <laughs> Dude, that might be right up there in your top ten all-time Sid's jokes. Well done. Well Thank done. You. At number three, STEM Celebrity Deathmatch. Sweep the egg, Johnny. <laughs> Sweep the egg. I, honestly, almost every stage mom I've ever met would bag. be okay with that. <laughs> Makes money. Yeah, exactly. At number two, amniotic smackdown. Rival twins fight to the life. <laughs> <laughs> the, the stillborn ultimatum. Yeah, there you go. Uh, the first ever in utero pay-per-view. I love it. It's like a sonogram <laughs> slam. Like the Hanger Games. You get the idea. <laughs> of course. And at number one. Cord Bloodsport, 
Baby Bungie Wars. Now that I would watch. <laughs> I'm still pissed that the doctor lopped off my bungee in the first place. That would be awesome. Different type of Hanger Games. And that's going to do it for episode 25. Thanks to No Illusions, Lucinda Illusions, and presidential candidate Eli Bosnick for bringing the strong sauce as always. And thanks to all the listeners that liked us on Facebook, followed us on Twitter, and sent us feedback on the other various internets. Please keep doing that. Please keep listening, and please keep telling your friends. And if you find the naive stupidity of our giving away a free show business model to be oddly charming, please feel free to send us gifts of money at our donation page at patreon.com slash skeptocrat. Just like Sean, Robert, Simon, Paul, Chris with a K, Matt, other Robert, Daniel, and Team Ramrod, whose aesthetically pleasing genitals of epic size and perfect golden ratio proportions should be on display at the Smithsonian one day for a fee. Fee. And whether or not you're feeling financially benevolent like those fine people, if you enjoyed our brand of whimsy and you'd like to hear more dick jokes free of charge, check out our podcast award-winning sister show, The Scathing Atheist, available on iTunes, Stitcher, or directly from scathingatheist.com. We just have one last thing. Let's compliment that penist. Special thanks to the man who's got cords like a maternity ward, Ryan Slotnick of Evil Giraffes on Mars. He is the creator of the virtuosic musical stylings you heard today, which were used with his permission. You should definitely check him out using the links we'll provide or by Googling the only band called Evil Giraffes on Mars. Until next time, catchphrase sign-off. Yay! I'll take it. You can be my Joe Biden. You massage people's shoulders. Just gently, gently. (laughs) Ever so gently. (laughs) Just rub up on them. Let's see how far... that Your job as Secretary of State is to see how far... What base you can get to with people before world leaders start to... Yeah, just deep breath in, deep breath in. Yeah, see? See what happens when you lean into it? Second to third with, uh, with Angela Merkel there. Putin literally did not stop me. It's as though he didn't feel what I was doing. He freaked me out. Just totally, totally ignored me.